Hi, everybody. Welcome to Musty Audio. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. This week, I have Darren from Tiana Studios on. Uh, he's a video game developer. He has a video game coming out very soon. Um, in fact, I, by the time you listen to this, it may already be out on Steam. Um, it's, yeah, we had a good chat. We talked about his game. We talked about the subject that his game is about. We talked about films in general. Um, it, it, was, it was good fun. I hope you enjoy it. If you want to help the podcast out, please head over to Musty Audio's Patreon and drop some money in the tip jar. You'll get podcasts early. And, uh, yeah, you'll just be doing something nice for me. Um, anyway, thanks very much. Bye. You are listening to Musty Audio. Welcome to Musty Audio. I have Darren from Tiana Studios with me today. Uh, and you're a video game developer, aren't you, mate? We've spoke before because we were on mutual friend of ours, Ollie, who's Alien Addict. We've been on his uh, YouTube show together before. Um, we have. We had a good laugh, yes. We did have a good laugh. I, thought, I think I had quite the hangover the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I thought you'd get her on today to talk about the video game you've got coming out. And it was it yesterday you put the um, release date out? Well, it was actually yesterday. I uh, had a, an interview yesterday with the, the wonderful Anna Rosa Butler, who plays the character of Alex in The Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, and we did announce the release date yesterday on Instagram Live, but we've just announced it about an hour or so ago, officially on Twitter and the other, rest of the other social media uh, chains. So, yeah, it's, it has been announced, and it's the 12th of March this year. Is that all platforms that comes out on the 12th of March? It's, it's, it's initially releasing on Steam first, but the other consoles are coming shortly after. We yeah. did ideally want to release them all at the same time. It just hasn't worked out that way, unfortunately, due to COVID. Yeah, well, it's, we don't it's talk everything, about. isn't it? Yeah, every, oh, no, it's, it's, it's all right now. I don't, I don't have YouTube monetization to worry about. But, yeah, right, <laughs> right. As soon as I said, I thought, oh, damn, what have I no, said? Oh, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> no, no matter what you can say, what you think, even think about saying i've said a million times worse on different podcasts <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but uh yeah do you want to tell us a little bit about the game yeah sure it's uh it's a interactive fmv which stands for full motion video uh game uh which basically means it's, it's a video game but the main elements within it are video based uh you will control the player uh played by myself who plays a character called dean hamilton uh, who wakes up one morning to discover that both both of his children have vanished throughout the night. Ooh. So the adventure basically starts there, and it's a hunt to bring them back home safely, if that's possible. <gasps> see, um, so, yeah, there's, you see, that's not really anything, because there's different paths the player can take. Were you? So, uh, have you always been a fan of uh, full-motion video games? I have, back from the 90s. I mean, I know they started in the late 80s, but uh, it was the 90s. I mean, I'm 40 year old now. I'm born in 1980. But yeah, when when the CD-ROMs first yeah. became big, you know, on the home home PCs and the early PCs, and wow, my God, I used to love the... I don't know if you know any of them yourself, like Phantasmagoria or yeah. Seventh Guest and Eleventh Guest. I was just going to bring Seventh on, Guest up because I, I saw yeah. your um, followed by Trial of Bike Games. Yes. And yeah, yeah. and uh, I... Um, I, I had that on a CDI. 
I think I had one of the six CDIs Philips that was sold CDI. to the public. Yeah. Wow. You know, I forgot about that system. Philips yeah. CDI. Yeah, yes. yeah. Wow, that's a flashback. But uh, no, oh, no, I, I've... Um, I've been a serial console. I wish I kept them. I wish I kept all of them. But I've yeah, I've, I've been a, a serial console uh, adopter over the years. 3DO as well. I remember playing a few of the FMV games on the old 3DO. 3DO? That doesn't sound great. Yeah. Panasonic, Panasonic made it. I have another that one. Oh, wow, three, three, 3DO was good. It was a good console. But oh, the yeah. I, I think, oh, even now, looking back to it, I remember... I remember my mum and dad buying it for me and it, and it it was it was that expensive for the time they took it yeah. out over a year wow it, it, but I think it was about 600 pound back in like 1990 <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about what a thousand pound nowadays if not yeah. more yeah yeah what? so that's, Please that's, don't say you broke it within a few days. That that is still around somewhere. I don't know where it is though. <laughs> that probably is worth something. Yeah. <laughs> but so, um, have you? I, I, you've got another game on Steam, haven't you? I have. Yes, Cam Waters. Yeah. Uh, that's that was my first uh, self-published release. Uh, that's just a basic point-and-click game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's that took six years to make. Wow, six years, yeah, six years. On and off, I was working as well. Obviously, I wasn't twenty four seven for six years. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it took some time. Did that? Some time. Was it what? Uh, what was your job before you got into making video games? Well, I used to my official job before I decided to take the plunge and go self employed doing this. I was working for the NHS, uh, basically just data input. Mm. just putting prescription codes in a computer all the live long day. It was joyous, you know. I, very, very enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, I just took the plunge and thought, you know, I, there's more to like. I want to do something I love. There's more to like than this. Yes, I might just not make any money whatsoever and, you know, struggle to get by. But you you don't know until you take those chances, you know. And it's, yeah, it's a chance I'm glad I, I, I took in the end. Uh, I just, now I'm self-employed. When I'm not making games, uh, to keep the pennies rolling in, I'm a graphic designer, website designer, logo designer, things like that. Uh, which is keeping us afloat, just yeah. you know, well, you know, well, we do what we do. Uh, but yeah, it's just games. That's my thing. I just love it. Yeah, I love it. What was your uh, first sort of encounter with video games? What was the first game you played? Do you know, I can't really remember the, the very first game. Oh, actually, I think I do. Yes, it was. I don't now. I bet you haven't heard of this one. Do you remember, I think in 1982 this came out, I think. That's when I came out was 1982. Ah, right, <laughs> this is the test for you then. Uh, the Vectrex. Does that ring a bell? Is that like a voxel thing? With the, is that like the... Um... It's like a little uh, monitor. It's all in one little unit with like a 12-inch vertical monitor with a built-in yeah. control panel. Just simple mono, uh, monotone graphics. Yeah, like no. Yeah, I, I, a game called uh, Mindship, Mind I think. Something like that, yeah. The first first game I remember playing was the uh, in my dad's friend's pub, um, and he had one of the old Space Invaders tables. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, that, that's the first yes. thing I remember. I, I I remember a video game being. Yeah, I forgot about those as well. The pub yeah. tables with the you know top down arcade system. Wow! Yeah, good times. Let's yeah. just take five minutes out to reminisce about that. <laughs> wow. 
Both are awesome as well. Wow, it's, yeah. it's a win-win situation. Well, being on the Isle of Man, I get to go back to a pub on Monday. Right, I'm going to end this. And I can't continue like this. I'm, I'm bitterly jealous right now. So where's the end button? Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you. Good for you. I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm not surprised. I'd be the same, to be honest. I would. But um, with the... What made you choose, like, the... Uh, what I, I mean, I don't know. I've watched the uh, um, the trailers for Dark Side of the Moon. Everything would point towards some sort of alien abduction-type narrative. Yeah, I think I can safely uh, say that that's what it is. There's, mm-hmm. there's no spoilers there. I've been given away in the trailer. And the title of the game alone pretty much yeah. uh, gives the idea that it's something to do with that. Yeah, that's right. It's alien uh, abductions. That's what it is. Uh, Don't say too much about what it is and how, but you know that's down to the person that when they decide to play it. But yeah, the basic uh, gist of it is alien abduction. Had you done any filmmaking before you decided to make a, the the game? I'd gone to college and got a, a BTEC uh, media uh, where we'd uh, shot some amateur. I'm say amateur films. That just sounds dodgy, doesn't it? Saying that <laughs> shot some amateur films. Uh, you know, made some. Uh, Sex work yeah. is real work, my friend. <laughs> hey, I might as well be honest. Yes, no, no. <laughs> uh, just some cheap horror films, basically. You know, like the Friday the 13th, Halloween, yeah. just, just rip-offs of those. But uh, before college, actually, uh, I had a camcorder in the... I got a camcorder around about 93, 94. Uh, just a handheld camcorder and just made some films there with my friends, some horror films as well. So I don't, I've always had that interest. You know, and I knew the I knew the basics of how to frame a shot. By the time I came to make Dark Side of the Moon, you know how to how to frame and because it's not a simple case of just pointing a camera and saying right, just say your lines, just do stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's an art to the camera work as well. You know, the camera itself is a character within the game. Yeah, you know, because that's what they were expresses to the viewer how they should be reacting and feeling. You know, uh, but so yes, to answer your question, yes, I had had experience doing that. Uh, it's I, I like the art style of uh, of it. The I'm a bit of a film nerd anyway, and um, any, anything that's got that nice sort of blue tone, sort of color grade into it, it, it looks really yeah, nice. It's that you know uh, I must have color graded that uh, this game. I must have done about six or seven times. Yeah. You know, going back and thinking right, that's something not quite. I'm gonna you know it's a bit too blue. Let's <laughs> you know yeah. like everything look like a smurf. A smurf. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm happy with how it's turned out. I am. I tried to give it that cinematic look. Yeah, you, know? you, you must be excited about the the idea of it coming out on all the platforms as well. Oh, I am. I am. It's it's excitement, and what's the other word? Yeah, I'm shitting myself as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, with excitement though, you know, it's it's a good it's a good fear. If that makes sense. It's a yeah. good anxiety. Uh, I'm just eager to, yeah, let it out there. Basically, do you how do how do you take like the the idea of you reviews coming in for something you've worked on like that that's the thing basically what I'm about there that's that's what's nagging at me most and I think that I can speak for every indie game developer to say that is naturally the, the biggest fear that people will say what is this yeah. this is uninstall this nonsense you know it's it's that kind of fear but you know it's I don't want to come across as cocky but I, I do believe in the product a lot. And of course, there will be negative reviews. There always is. GTA Five got negative reviews. You know, yeah, there's always somebody there yeah. who's going to leave negative reviews. But if you can take, 
if the negative reviews, you know, if it explains itself and it's it criticises you in a positive way, saying, I didn't like this, I didn't like that, then you can take that on board for the next project to think, well, you know, maybe we don't do this this time. You know, maybe we don't do that this time. You know, we, we learn from that and move on. But yeah, there's always that fear of, my God, what are they going to say? That's where the sleepless nights come in. Did you feel that you found sort of your your niche with the FMV stuff? FMV itself is pretty much a niche. It's, I wouldn't say it's massive enough to, to be... I mean, it is a genre, obviously. It's a style of game, but it's it's one of the lesser-known ones. You know, the amount of people I say to... It's an FMV. What's an FMV? And I have to explain to them it's basically a choose-your-own-adventure book, uh, you know, but in a visual form. Yeah. Uh, then like, oh, wow, okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah, they've been out since the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they have experienced, as you've probably gathered, a, a recent uh, surge, a recent return, you know, that they are coming back and people do like them. But I think, yeah, I think I've found my niche with this. It's dark, so I think after out of all the FMV and interactive moves I have played, it does seem to be unique in that respect. It seems to be its own little... Yeah, and I'm proud of it. I am. Because we've somehow managed to combine FMV and interactive movie elements as well, which I don't think has been done before. So have you, uh, when you were sort of coming up with the ideas for it, did you play the likes of sort of the more modern things like that, like uh, Her Story and um, uh, the the Netflix version of The Blast yeah, Black Mirror. Uh, yeah, the interactive Cumber, Black Mirror. Cumber, what's, it, no, Cumber, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, mine's gone blank. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, the Black Mirror interactive movie. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't. Uh, yeah, you know that frustrated me when that came out. Uh, every, this is unique. This is amazing. No, it's been out for decades. This style yeah. of storytelling that did frustrate me. I'll be honest. I um, I was frustrated by that for one reason only: is the fact that when I put Netflix on, I want to watch something. And I thought, yeah. I just, there should just you be a button there. No, there should, <laughs> there should have just been a button that I could have, whatever the original, whatever the original concept was, just show the direct- me the original oh, concept. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, I'm excited for it. I really am. But I did, I did, you mentioned her story. I did play a bit of her story. Uh, I think I played about half of it, I think. But I did, it was, I don't know if you've heard of the game Contradiction. No an FMV game from 2015 I think it was and uh, I recommend that that's absolutely brilliant is that game it is and our game features two of the actors uh, from that game oh, that's wow. what really yeah that's what really spurred me on uh, to say you know I can make computer games I love filmmaking I love storytelling I love these actors what would happen if I asked them if I wrote this game and asked them to be in it they'd, they'd say no no doubt they'd say no straight away they said yes Wow, and, and you know, and, and here we are. It's like, wow, yeah, we've done it. Well, is yeah. storyboarding something like that difficult? You no, know, with branching paths and things. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it really is. It's like you've got, we have a Word document, and I found a bit of software after I'd written this where I thought that would have made things a lot easier, but that's usually the case. Uh, but no, there's just uh, word after word document, literally like a choose your own adventure story, you know if this, go to page, blah, 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 you know, and mm-hmm. that's how it was. And each day's filming, having to prepare, you know, the, the notes, like I'd written them. I can't make head and a tail of them myself. I'm like, yeah. how the hell, if I can't make sense of this, how are the actors going to, you know, 
but yeah, we did it in the end. But it's I've learned a lot. Put it that way. I've learned a lot for the next one. What not to do, you know, and a lot of shortcuts as well. Um, what what sort of games do you play now? Any story rich games. I love my point and clicks. Love my FMVs, obviously. Yeah, but really story rich games with uh, deep character. Well, not deep characters, but you know, decent characters. Not just. I'm not a fan of, for example, Call of Duty games or anything like that. Where you running around shooting. It's, it's not for me. I just like a really good story. Yeah. So, uh, what am I playing at the moment? I'm playing. My mind has gone totally blank. I've just played, is it What Remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, I played half of that. Yeah, I, yeah it, I, I didn't I didn't finish it, not for any reason. I think something else just got in the way. But yeah, no, no, that, yeah. that was, that was quite an interesting that. game. Yeah, those are my style of games, you know. Again, storytelling, rich yeah. characters. Yeah, I enjoy that. Does it like as a game maker when you see that obviously you um if you any interest in video games you can't have not notice what's happened with the cyberpunk debacle? Yeah, yeah the glitches and yeah. yeah. Have they fixed that up now? Sorry? Have they fixed that up now, do you know? I I, I know it's re- released a patch, but I think it works on it it's still okay on PlayStation Pro and Xbox <laughs> One X. It works on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Um, it averages about 20 frames a second on Xbox, on the original Xbox. How, how do they have to cheat to release it in this state? You know, where's the quality? Um, how does it get to that stage? No, especially when you when you look at the... I mean, the, the, the millions that were made off The Witcher 3 as well. You know, it's... Because mm. I, 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 I expected... I mean, may, maybe this is the problem. Mind you, say, saying that, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think asking for a game that works is a is too big an ask. But I, like, I love Witcher Three. I think it might be my favorite role playing game of all time. Okay. So it's certainly fantasy role playing game. Yeah, and I expected a masterpiece from CD Projekt Red with the with, yeah. with this game. I expected like, and that that's my fault for having those expectations. Well, it's well, not like, those things you shouldn't you should you shouldn't have to worry about it not working. It should just no. work out books, you know. I should I shouldn't you, you shouldn't expect it to be ten frames a second shy of acceptable. No, no I remember the snap <laughs> with uh, with Batman Arkham Knight when that came out, I don't know if you remember that. It was a very similar situation. Yeah. It just wasn't optimized, it just would not run on anybody's beast of a system, you know. I, it, it was, I, was, quote, I was quoted on IGN because of that. Because, because I, yeah, because I was running a beta version of, oh, I can't remember whether it was Windows 10 or not. It was either Windows yeah. Windows 10 or Windows or, uh, or 8. I think it must have been 10 at the time. It must have, I think it would have been 10 at that time, yeah. Yeah, and um, I, had, I had a pretty beefy computer anyway because I had like a Titan X in my, my computer. Oh, nice. But it turned out that um, for some reason that combination and running it on the beta version of windows 10 everything was fine it ran, it ran really well and the wow okay yeah uh, well no sorry i shouldn't say ran really well it it, but it could ran enough to play it well it, you could sort of average 60 frames a second at 1080p oh. Yeah. You know, it's so it, it was it was grand yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and all you, all you had to do was use a beta version of windows and buy a thousand pounds worth of graphics card well, it's just not too much to ask for <laughs> <laughs> um what sort of hardware do you have to do you have to have to make like an fmv game because i know how 
intensive rendering stuff is? Just a just a potato and a bag of nails. No, uh, just that's not random. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, just a, you mean in terms of creating the game, yeah. rather than playing it, right? It's yeah. I'm running a. Uh, let me just check because my mind's gone blank. So I'm put on the spot now. Let me just check my system information. Uh, it's the rendering. You see, when I'm just doing the normal video clips, where is it? It's not there. I've got an Inspiron, uh, Inspiron 15 7000 laptop. That's what I'm on. I'm trying to look for the graphics card now. Uh, I can't what it's called. Sorry. Uh, but no, it's just all it takes, really, because it's, it's 1080p. I want yeah. to shoot in 4K, but the budget wouldn't allow it. If I'd have done, if I'd done the editing, you know, solely in 4K, it'd ground to a halt. Yeah. But for yeah. uh, 1080p standard video uh, uh, editing, no special effects or anything, then it's pretty fine. I can do a say a 15 minute clip in about two to three minutes, which isn't bad, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But when it comes to the special effects with the green screen work and the keying, and you get technical with all the, the lens flares and the fancy light and it's yeah you can literally a, a, a 10 second well no a minute scene can take i don't know 25 30 minutes you know so it, it can be a real drag and then once you've rendered it and watch it back and you think that's crap do it again oh no you know and it's <laughs> god yeah it's, yeah it, it's, it happened a lot did that that's one of the reasons for the delay to be honest i wanted the game out last year but well, I just totally misjudged it, thinking I've only got a couple of these green screen scenes to render. Won't take too long. Yeah, don't ever, you know. I think, I think you're hitting it at a good time, to be honest, because like the subject's really popular again at the moment, isn't it? Is it in terms of in terms of what? It's it just like UFOs and aliens in general. The whole. Oh well, yeah, I mean, interesting. This, this, this is what I thought I was going to talk about tonight. This whole. Uh, 2020 thing, I know we're in 21 now, obviously, but this whole 2020 thing, a lot of people were saying 2020 is the year, you know, before COVID hit, mm. 2020 is the year that something big's going to happen. Turns out it was COVID, I think. Yeah. But no, everybody expecting the uh, the aliens to be appearing and showing up. I still think there might be, depending like what comes out I on this. Be, yeah. Well, there was a thing, I, I don't know how much you know about that, but there was a thing snuck into the COVID budget, wasn't there, for uh, in America? I have no idea. Go you know, and explain. You know the um, oh the whatever they do to put a bill in to put like put stimulus packages out for yeah. for people in the US. Well, apparently that uh, I'm probably messing stuff up here, but the gist is right. That got knocked back, so that so it got amended and then resubmitted. And when it was resubmitted, somebody snuck a thing into it saying that from the from uh, from the from the day that was signed there has to be a full military uh, presentation to Congress on what the U.S. government knows about UFOs. How random. Yeah. So that, and that's, you're probably looking at like 130 days now, maybe that it's, that it's sort of got left. That's very interesting. I've got to research that after this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, what it's do you think about that? Uh, I, the, the news <laughs> but right. when i say the news i probably mean joe rogan <laughs> yeah, yeah but you don't mean bbc news you know no. standard oh. you know mainstream nonsense but uh yeah i'll try God, that's very it. interesting is that it is. it is it looks like we might be right then it looks like something may be on the horizon at some point yeah um, something's happening though you can know you can feel a shift can't you something's changed somewhere 
you know, it's not just the COVID. Obviously, it's a huge part of it, but yeah. something's yeah. not quite adding up. No, it's uh, I uh, I lightened it the other day to, to turn around to someone and say, yeah, it's because we're in endgame content, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that slow ramp up now towards a final <laughs> boss. <laughs> oh, dear. No, it'll be definitely interesting to see what does happen, though. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you... Have you wrote stories like the game before? What do you mean, stories like alien-related stories? Yeah, yeah, or just um, like screenplays or anything like that. Uh, only for the uh, the college films I did and things like that. No, no, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like you though. I, I'm a huge film buff. I, I know how to structure a script and how to write a script and the layer how it should be, the, the acts and all that stuff, and you know the beats and where they should be, etc. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, yes, I have. I have done it before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oddly enough, watching films the other day and alien stuff. Uh, I'm repeating myself now because I think I said this on a different podcast. Yeah, it's fine. But um, I was watching ET with my son the other day, and uh, I've, I'll tell you what. I'll read. I'll read my working out because it's easier if I read it because I said I sent. It okay, okay. Um, I basically I worked out ET is a retelling of the story of Christ. Right, dare I ask? No, it's come it, on. It's, it's bang on the uh <laughs> it's bang on that was the subtitle for the bible original version the bible is bang on so et was left on earth by what well, elders will say will say parents for this to make it easier okay that, that put alia and his sister in the um mary and joseph roles let's see where you're going eventually they had their friends and disciples that got that that got on board yeah the uh the mother ended up in the sort of Judas role when the when uh, NASA were called. The uh, mm-hmm. when ET died on the table, that was like his crucifixion, and then he was moved into the um, into the it's this right. big cooler box, you know, into the big fridge at the cave. So that yeah, so but but he resurrected it in there. But when um, Elliot went back to see him, they shut it up, and I find the. The image of him, I'm going to hold this up. This is going to help people listen to the podcast. But the image of him <laughs> coming out of the van, if you can see, thing, is that blurry? Yeah, it is. I can't really make it out uh, too much. Yeah, I wonder if I can send it to you. I could just see E.T.'s long neck, I think. Yeah, he's even got a robe. He's even got a robe, and he's like, his heart's glowing like the um, yeah. thing. thing. Yeah, it's, but yeah, I'm convinced of it. Even when he goes back up and the, the Judas character's there sort of watching on, oh, I might be any mistake here. The, uh, That's very interesting. But Have you checked up areas. Anybody else uh, had the same thing? Don't think so. I think that's just what happens when you're bored in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, the same thing. I mean, this isn't a thing. I think this has been more or less uh, confirmed by the writers. Uh, Superman, the movie. I think we might mention this as well. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Christ as well. You know, God sending us his only child to show us the light and all this stuff. And yeah, yeah. it's very, yeah. Well, I think any anything that's got that sort of hero's journey as well, doesn't it, is very sort of reminiscent of that sort of that yeah. type of story. But, yeah. Um, but I just didn't expect it to be E.T. <laughs> now, The Walking Turd. I didn't even know, but that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, on the special effects side, sorry, I'm jumping around a bit, a little bit. But it's fine. On the special effects side of doing your, doing the game, is it, it's so easy 
to spend loads of time and putting loads of effort into something that looks naff. Yeah. You know, is, is that, is that yeah. something that's on your mind doing that sort of thing, especially if you do yeah. something on your own? Obviously the feedback so far we've received for the special effects work is considering it's an indie budget made for basically next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, and one man, myself doing all this, uh, they said that's pretty much everybody said that's really good. It's impressive. It works. It's convincing enough to not take them out of the, the game, you know? Yeah. Uh, but again, that's one of the things I was saying when I'm rendering, it's taking forever to render a special effects sequence. If it's not right, and a lot of the time when I say, you know, it's not worked, I don't mean because of a technical issue, I mean because it looks crap. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll go back and regrade, try different lighting techniques until I get it right. I am a perfectionist in that, uh, to that extent. It has to look right. You don't want the, the player to be invested in the story and then all of a sudden you're out of it because a certain scene just looks ridiculous. You've seen films yourself. You know, when all of a sudden you can tell it's a blatant green screen or it just ruins the entire moment, you know, and that that was my fear. So that's why I would go back and tweak it about 70,000 times just to make sure it's the best that I could get it. How many times have you finished it? Like play test wise? (laughs) I I completed it and it went gold in my head. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been over 20 times or so. I think that's it. I've played this through. There is no more bugs. This is it. I've had beta testing. This is it. Good to go. No. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just play fruit game. Same job. I'm going to play fruit game. Ten minutes in. Me. Jesus Christ. You know, and I'll find something straight away, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's Sod's Law. You know, and I'm sure, you know, going back to you saying certain games like Cyberpunk release with bugs, I'm convinced now at this point, Darkseid hasn't got any gra- uh, game-breaking bugs at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still get through it, but I'm not having it. It's not a game unless it's a day one patch. <laughs> there probably will be. I probably <laughs> spelled the title of the game wrong or something. The Dirk, <laughs> the Dirk side of the min or something silly, you know, yeah. But uh, it's, yeah, there usually is a day one patch, isn't there, straight away, yeah. and there probably will be. First review on Steam, it broke because, damn it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be half the size of the original game as well. <laughs> <laughs> Use of the case. <laughs> oh dear no but it's it's expected but that, I suppose that's and I think this is something the cyberpunk developers took for granted oh we could just release a but, but you know release a patch further down the line what of it you know back in the 80s 90s you couldn't release updates no the game had to be more or less solid you know but nowadays developers seem to well some of the big boys especially seem to just think well it's playable it'll do we can always release a patch further down the line. Yeah, that's, that's a really that's a really bad attitude to have. It's it's a shame as well because the. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I I've, I I I returned Cyberpunk because I just thought to myself the it's even the though I didn't I will buy it again. I know I'll buy it again. Probably when I buy one of the next gen consoles, I'll buy it and play it on that. Yeah, but you had that thought where you thought it's kind of one of those moments where you need to vote with your wallet, isn't it? Of course, it is. You know, it's obviously a game you want to really enjoy. You don't want it again get so far in and all of a sudden it messes up somewhere else. It'll just ruin the enjoyment altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, just get it once it's solid, basically, yeah. and yeah. enjoy it, enjoy it properly. Uh, yeah. What What are the other sort of highlights you can you think of when when it comes to games? Like, where I mean, we've all probably got. The with us being similar ages, memories of playing like Mario Kart and stuff like that with people. 
Like what 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 are the game moments that stick out in your head? For me, and it's probably games. Oh no, something's telling me the last time we spoke with Ollie that we brought this up. I could be wrong. You'll let me know, I'm sure. Uh the Monkey Island and Broken Sword games. Maybe I can't remember. No, no, because I remember now in my head you were saying, yes, that's obviously, you know. Oh, no, no, I do, I do. I know the games. I do. And I, I like, especially Broken Sword. Monkey, oh, right. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monkey Island, this uh, sort of escaped me a bit because I never had like a PC when I was a kid. I was always a was console a, guy. All right. Well, that's so he came out on Amiga as well. But yeah, those games, I just remember, it's, it's, it's amazing what you remember as a kid and you don't realize it sounds so corny what I'm going to say. Uh, you don't realise the memories you create until years later and you look back and you think, my God, that was a really special time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. Just, on summer evenings, you know, uh, when it, the night's starting to cool, the orange glow in the bedroom, mm-hmm. sat playing Monkey Island on the computer, you know, little things like that, and it was just lovely and, yeah, I miss stuff like that. I, I yeah, can I still remember, I can't remember what puzzle it was, but I can still remember... Um, spending hours ringing up because I, I know I, I shouldn't say I didn't have a PC because I definitely had some sort of Amstrad at one point. And yeah. uh, I remember me and my mate ringing each other when we, when we were kids trying Same. to work, trying to work out what to do in Dizzy. It was, uh, I think it was Treasure Island. Dizzy. 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 Got them yeah. in a few of those games, didn't I? Yeah. There's there's loads. Loads. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, the same one can used to ring each other, you know, and, I'm stuck on this part. Yeah, I'm stuck on this part. I've done that part. Right, you tell me and I'll tell you this part, you know, and mm-hmm. help each other out. Yeah, good times. Good times. Well, that's, a, that's a strange thing in video games now, isn't it? Because you, uh, you don't really get stuck on video games anymore. No, you know, I think the attention span as well of the audience, I'm not trying to be offensive here, but I think the attention span of uh, the younger gamers, uh, it's dropped considerably mm. uh, in our days because games nowadays, of course, I mean, I've got some emulators, you know, the old Spectrum plus mm-hmm. two, Sinclair, and I've let my kids have, you know, play on some of those games. <clears throat> Out of me, and they can't get their heads around the fact that they have three lives, yeah. and after those lives are gone, it's back to the very, very beginning. Not, not the last checkpoint. Yeah. Not that level. Yeah. The beginning of the game. <laughs> you know, and it's why is it? And you know, I think to myself, to be honest, I can't imagine playing a game like that now. No, I you know, can't. Uh, it's a bit it, it, frustrating, it, but yeah, it's that's how games are. They are designed so they can be completed. Well, obviously, all games are designed so they can be completed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it'd be pointless otherwise, unless it's Cyberpunk, which has been deliberately designed. Wasn't, it doesn't even work. One, wasn't the one that was broken? Wasn't there a SNES game, which they? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there was a I SNES game which couldn't be finished because it, it was one of these ones which had like 599 different levels. But if you actually got to maybe four hundred and eighty, it was like, yeah, it's, 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 you can't I do didn't, it. Didn't about that, wow! Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't. I can't remember where it is, but uh, I'm sure. I'm sure no. there was one. And that's what we're saying, wasn't it? You can't exactly release update patches for games like that back then, you know. And that's it. If that's how it went out, that's how it went out. Yeah. Uh, but I do. I miss. I miss. Uh, it's it's funny because I can't really play old games. I'm not I'm not a retro gamer by any stretch of the imagination. When, when you say old games, what do you mean by old games? Uh, for me, well, I just mean games I played when I was a child. Uh, right, uh, right. A child. Uh, I think the 16-bit era is aged better than everything else. You know, it's yeah, you, yeah. You can you you can still play a Mario game, but if you go back and try and play like 
Wonder Boy on the Master System. Yeah, oh, a rough time. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Certain games have aged better than others. On them. Uh, Mario's got that certain look anyway, so that seems to justify uh, time. Basically, it still yeah. looks fine. Uh, but yeah. No, you're right. Oddly enough, I think one of the modern ones that might do that might be the last Zelda game, the Breath Breath of the Wild. No, I never it? played the Zelda games. Uh, I, I love I love a bit of Zelda. Like I, that's one that I can I I've never completed because it was too hard when I was a kid. But the yeah. amount of times I probably paid for that game a hundred times over because I rented <laughs> Link to the Past so many <laughs> times. I just I, I just used to keep renting it. I don't know why. Uh, you could have just yeah. saved up to buy it. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> but like, I, I probably could have saved up to buy shares in Nintendo. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that that game definitely sticks in my head. But yeah. I, I, and it sat there as well. It's that's on the uh, Switch, like the uh, Legacy no, I games. Want, I want a Switch. Mm. Yeah. What did you say you're playing on the Switch? It's uh, links to the past is on there. All oh, right, and, okay. Uh, on in their Super Nintendo games because they they do like a PlayStation Plus type thing with just with Super Excellent, Nintendo yeah. games. But um, Excellent. yeah, you yes. you really enjoy Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is a uh, it's it's an odd game, but it's a bit of a masterpiece. Is it okay to play without the others? Without playing the others first? Oh yeah, it's it's no. It, to be perfectly honest, it, it's it, it, the only thing it's got is characters in common with any of those games. Right. Okay. Okay. But, um, so I can, I can jump in feet first and still make sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost right. like it's all. It's it. For me, it was a shame because I wanted it to have more of a story than it did. Yeah. But the um, the the fact that you can climb everything in that game doesn't get old. <laughs> just it just every, whatever it is, and there's like a little stamina meter. So, like, uh, if 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 you can get if you can see it, you can climb it. And then if you can see like maybe a, a ledge, you think, well, I can get there and I can stop there for a minute. So maybe get to the rest, the rest of the way. That's right. all, like the climbing in it's really, it's a, it's a game in itself. Very good. I might check this out then. If that's but, a will. Yeah. You know, so this Switch is a great little console for me. There's just too many indie games. I want, I want Nintendo games. Give me more yeah, Nintendo yeah. games. Yeah. What it was designed for. Yeah. But what's your favorite console? Or were we, we always more of a PC guy? Joe, you know I, I love my PCs. I do because I can be creative on PCs and laptops. Uh, when it comes to console, I've got three. I can't really decide. I will always say, <clears throat> and again, it's, I think it's just because of nostalgia. The PS2 is the one I remember as just being a solid console. You know, it just it just the hours of fun I had on that bad boy. Yeah, you know, for its time as well, and it, it just. It was a little beast of a machine. It really was. Yeah. That would be my favourite. I've also got a soft spot for the Xbox 360 and the PS4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you got a PS5 yourself? No, I haven't. I um, I decided to cancel my Xbox One X because I there wasn't enough exclusive games there. So I thought mm. just, you know, it's the, it was coming up to Christmas and stuff like that. I've yeah, got, I've got a three three and a half year old son, and I've had that first moment of guilt where I thought oh, I could yeah. spend I could spend this money on myself. Yeah, or I could buy there, a nicer present. Oh. 
So yeah, so I, I ended up being dad instead of selfish, selfishly. <laughs> I've been there, done that. But at the end of the day, my kids enjoyed their packet of biscuits for Christmas. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I enjoyed about the like PlayStation One and PlayStation Two, uh, which kind of, I, I suppose it got maybe it might have still been there a bit with with PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixty, but it doesn't feel yeah. like it. You'd find games for those consoles. You know, you go in and there'd be just, especially PlayStation One, there'd just be shelves of games. I take it it must be just just be because they were particularly affordable to develop for. Yeah, and yeah. You know, it's like you go in and find like a, a game like Cyclone Filter or something like that. You know I that I love those games. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd never when I oddly enough that game where when I, when I bought that I hadn't even seen a review of it. The cover was cool. Yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> that's how it worked back then. Yeah, that's how it yeah. worked. It was. But yeah, no, I do. I, I miss I miss those sort of those things. Now it's you, it's just waiting for the next flagship game, isn't it? It is. It is. That's just how it is. Yeah. But the thing is, and I appreciate it from an artistic point of view. I I love looking at the trailers for these new games, games which I probably won't ever play because it's not my style of game, you know. But I, I do watch these trailers and I do appreciate the effort that's been put in, you know. I think, yeah. wow, that's bloody impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, but that seems to be all it is nowadays. It's just, it's just flagship games, like you say. And the starting, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying this, and I shouldn't say this really, this is a game developed myself, but they're all starting to look the samey. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah, it's getting yeah. to the point where they're all becoming the same, you know, it's the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, try I get an, that. Try an FMV, you know, for a change. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only there was a really good one going out round about if the 12th only. of March. <laughs> oh, what about aliens? God. <laughs> if only, eh? Um, do you, I, I've, I mean, I am, um, like I'm a musician, so when whenever we've released cool. stuff, I find it I find it cool when when you release stuff and people hear it. But the uh, when you stuck uh, like stick something up on that Steam store and your trailers yeah. on it, do you just go back and look at it on the on the store now and again and just think, oh, it's real, it's there? Yeah, I do yeah, most days to be honest, yeah, and not in a vain way, but no, like no, say, no, just it's like, a cool. I've achieved just, something. Just watch it on loop, just yeah, trying to. Wow, this is happening now. This is, you know, it's at this stage. And it's funny you should mention music, actually, because we've got a, a, a soundtrack done, you know, custom bespoke made for the for the game mm-hmm. uh, by a good pal of mine, Adam Press. Uh, and we will be selling that separately as well on the uh, Steam store. His soundtrack is absolutely fantastic. He's a, he's a true genius. Yeah, he really yeah. is. Yeah. In fact, if you watch the clip we've just put on Twitter before I came on to speak to you, uh, Lee, uh, there's a segment of some of his music in that, and you'll hear it there. And it's wow, this guy knows his stuff. How yeah. did he go about making the music for the game? Did you did you have everything finished and then he scored it like a film? No. Uh, the thing is, I was because of the budget, which didn't exist whatsoever. Uh, I was Sh- just going Schrodinger's to use... budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just going to use. Uh, basically free to use for commercial use music, you know, what I could find. Uh, and soundtrack things, uh, all legal and above board, but just it wouldn't be custom made, you know. I never even thought, you know, I'd be able to afford to pay somebody to, to do that. Then lo and behold, about a quarter of the way through production, Adam Press just randomly sent me a message uh, through Facebook. Do you have a composer? Oh, no, Adam, I can't afford it. But anyway, we got talking, agreed something, and uh, yeah. 
took it from there. So what it didn't work on the traditional basis of how a film and musician usually would work together, you know, where they'd, mm-hmm. they'd play the game and compose it. Because it's FMV, it's cut into segments anyway. It would never yeah. play like yeah. a full film. It's not just that, but because he joined at that point and he's a one-man band himself, uh, we were filming the scenes and then editing them and sending over a rough cut, you know, ungraded or whatever, just so he could compose this certain piece, you know, and then the next bit, get that back and then send him the next bit of footage over, give him some directional tips of, listen, it needs to sound like this. So what I'd do, I'd, when I sent him the footage over, I'd send him two versions, one without any music and just the characters speaking or whatever, and one with a temporary score I'd found on the internet to say, look, it needs to be reminiscent of this. Yeah, like a, a, this a feel piece. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, this bit gets the goosebumps at this point. It needs to do that. This bit needs to do this, you know. And so, but yeah, there's a lot of going back and forth, but he's a true talent. He really is. And he's yeah. going places, that lad. Yeah, oh, nice. No, I look yeah. forward to it. It's, it's something I've, 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 I've been in bands since I was like 16. The, uh, I worked out the other day. I was, it was a terrifying thing because I don't think I'm a, I mean, oh, I'm, a, I'm approaching 40, but I still don't feel like I'm old enough to say that I've been doing something for 25 years. Doesn't sound right, does it? Doesn't, no. <laughs> it sounds illegal. It sounds wrong. Well, that, it just sounds like we shouldn't be. We're still so, young. Someone said, like, how long have you been playing drums? <laughs> I don't know. And then I thought, Five, ten, <laughs> fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, twenty-five years. <laughs> it became a reality. Yeah, and then, then the day all was brewing from that moment on. All of a sudden, <laughs> like if you'd have asked me like ten minutes before that conversation, they said, they said like, "Are you happy with your own playing?" I'd have gone, "Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty happy with where, where I am yeah. playing wise." Then when you realise you've done something for twenty-five years, you go, "I'm fucking rubbish at this." <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> but uh, it's, I don't know. I think I think maybe, maybe I was abducted for a couple of years in in that somewhere. <laughs> but no, like the, uh, anyway, the music, the aliens there. Music and video games is always quite uh, close to me. I, I'm a big fan of the, even if I, I find the game a bit dull. But I'm a big fan of the music in No Man's Sky. I haven't played it. I, I know of it, obviously. Yeah, it is a really good band. That it, in fact, the, the No Man's Sky album is by, by a band called 65 Days of Static, and that's better than the game. Just I the knew album. you were going to play that then. I'll wait for you to say that. <laughs> I've seen the reviews of uh, No Man's Sky. There seems to be mixed. There seems to be mixed reviews for it. It's, I mean, I think... It's it's an amazing feat that game, you know. When you you look at the, the different planets, it's all procedurally generated and stuff like that. Yeah. But the problem with procedurally generated games is they they tend to look a bit samey. Yeah, after a bit, after ten minutes, yeah. But, uh, have you ever thought, especially with doing the FMV stuff, have you ever thought about doing something in VR? Yes, was something mentioned? Who was it? Now I'm trying to think who it was. I mentioned it. Oh, that's going to eat me all night now. Somebody mentioned I thought about doing a VR FMV, and I was like, oh, like those ideas. Oh, my God. Yeah, that hadn't been done yet, has it? I don't think. No, I don't think it. Well, I got, I I, I got an but, yeah. Oculus Quest 2 for Christmas. Ah, one of my best friends has as well, and I'm yeah. so jealous. I want one. Do you know what, mate? If someone gave, if someone stuck a Quest to uh, one of the new Xboxes and PS5 in front of me, I'd keep my Quest. Really? That good? <laughs> That's uh, if you if you take out the fact that it's basically a mobile phone shoved into a headset, like that's next gen. That game, that's the way, yeah. when you the, the stuff they they've managed to pull off in that thing is unreal. Yeah. 
Now imagine what it'll be like in five or ten years from now. Then absolutely, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But I, I bought. I've, I've, I've been interested in VR like from the, the like the first Rift. You know, when the, when it was like an indie yeah. development thing. I, 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 uh, I bought one of the developer kits. Like when when they were when they had them on Kickstarter. Remember this thing? Yeah. Like basically, it even had tape on bits of it. You know, it was like to keep the front front on it. There was even like bits of tape wow. on the developer kit. Uh, and I I remember I opened it up and thought, right, greatly, it's a developer kit. There's literally nothing you can fucking do with this thing. <laughs> what what did it actually work? Did it, it work? Yeah, it, I mean, I, it, it was fuzzy. You couldn't read stuff. Uh, you had that. There was that definite feeling of having a screen in front of your face. Yeah, uh, that's gone now with the Quest Two. The screen door thing. It's it, it, I I can't see it anymore. Like it's it's such high it's such high resolution. It's great. This is my my mate. Like I said, it's got one. He was talking it up so much. You know, I'm just getting so jealous. Jealous or raging with jealousy. Yeah. Uh, he said the same. You know, it's one of the best things ever. And he's he's hooked on it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. He's, I recommend go on YouTube, watch some playthrough. It's not the same. Obviously, you're not wearing it, but you'll get an idea of what you can how these things work. I'm yeah. Very impressed. It's, it's the ease of use for that which has got me because I, I i've i had a psvr as well and had all the clumbus and cables and stuff with it yeah my quest sits in the living room on uh on a chair and then when everyone else is out of the house and gone to bed i move the coffee table out of the room pick it up and i can play it for an hour you know without no without hassle. fucking anything around yeah very cool <laughs> Yeah, so that's two things. You're going to cost me a fortune. So far, I need to get a switch. Yeah, and yeah, and a, and a quest kit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Can <laughs> we go half? Can you send me half for this? Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah, I'll just send you a, a controller, one of the controllers. But, um, the, the well, well, how do you go with playtesting your game for like the different platforms and stuff like that? Do you get other people to do that or? Well, if it's, uh, if it's coming to Switch, I take it you've play, it's been play tested on Switch, but it, you haven't got one. Yeah, there's a there's a publishers that deal with that aspect of it. I'm doing the uh, the Steam release, uh, and they're doing the the console releases further down the line. Right. Okay. Uh, but in terms of testing for uh, the Steam uh, the the PC uh, version, I mean, it will be coming on Mac as well and Linux at some point. Uh, it's just a case of basically myself and five or six other people beta testing it for me. You know, what I do is I upload it to Steam, uh, hidden, uh, send them some beta keys and they download it from their side, test it, we, we go back and forth, you know, what yeah. have you found? This does this need, this bit, do this bit, fix this, you know. I'll upload a new build, we'll, right, off you go again, you know, and back and forth and back and forth until it gets to the point where we are now, we think we've cracked it, we think we think we've cracked it. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> Fingers crossed. They say it's coming, yeah. to, coming to Linux. Someone in a Reddit yeah. forum. It's not. It's not even been released yet, and somebody's already cracked it for Linux, and it's on. What's that? <laughs> I said it's not even. It's not even been released yet, but somebody's already ported it to Linux. That's just how <laughs> Linux works. <laughs> but it's uh, that's oddly enough. Uh, there is, somebody has put a post on uh, about that on a, on a, on a Linux forum somewhere. So, this game finally a game's coming to Linux. Do you not get games for Linux? But yeah, the the best thing is the consoles, the Switch, PS4, Xbox, etc. I don't have to worry about you know that's that's their job. So yeah, yeah. that's a weight off my a weight off my shoulders. 
Who's uh, who's publishing it for you? I can't say at the moment. Oh, right, okay, cool. Until, until it's officially announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like the, the the sort of game which it would have been cool if you could have got it snuck onto Games Pass. Games Pass. Have yeah. to, I should know this. I'm a games developer. Go on. That's Xbox's service where you you pay your, I think is it, is it 10 or 11 quid now? I can't remember. Oh, is it like the PS Now? Yeah, but you, you get, they, they, but you get like 100 games that you can download. You, but you, uh, get, you get quite a lot of games put onto it, so... I, t- I take it the idea the idea where the indie games that go on to it are it's like an um it's a no risk venture then isn't it because yeah it is it's getting your brand out there as well yeah Microsoft it's giving you something because millions of people are seeing it yeah it's yeah good call but yeah I think that kind of stuff I think that's something for the publishers to to deal with all that stuff yeah uh, at the moment I'm just solely focusing on this on the Steam release until those console versions come out I bet it'll do really well on Switch. You know that's why I want a switch as well because I want to be able to play it on there. You know, not an ego thing, but just to say, wow, look, a game's on switch. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just think it'd be really suitable for a handheld, nice size screen. You know, yeah. it just look nice. But indie games seem to do really well on Switch, and uh, oh, right, the interesting. But there isn't. I, I can't think of anything else like that. I mean, I, her story, I think, did really well on Switch. There is one on there called uh, that I know for sure called. Uh, the shape-shifting detective that's on there that's a, an fmv game as well and that's an indie one uh, yeah. from a friend of mine uh yeah so that that's the only one i can think of on top of my head that's on switch but yeah you seem to be right now you mention it switch does seem to cater a lot for indies mm. yeah. well, it's because nintendo can't be bothered making any games <laughs> yeah. let them do the work and they're still gonna, they're, they'll still do me i know it's going to happen because they're releasing their uh, the like a upgraded version of Mario 3D World, the 3DS game on Switch. I've already played that. that. I've finished it, and I'm going to buy it again. I know yeah. I am. This is why they keep making them. This is why they keep releasing the same game with tattered up graphics. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like, that's actually that's another trend, isn't it? These remasters. Later, yeah. How you do know, you feel like that? you've got to be honest you've got to be brutally honest it's just a cash in that's all it is that's yeah. all it is you know the Resident Evil off the top of my mind that's the one I probably are thinking of as well I don't yeah. know but it's uh, it's like yes it, of course it's a massive brand it's got a massive huge fan base and if I was if I was Capcom you know I probably would say yeah just remaster release the exact same game just with higher resolution textures on the models you know or whatever you know, and high-res the video clips. I don't know what they've done exactly. Resident uh, so Evil 2 is, I think, maybe the... Ex- or Re- the Resident Evil ones are maybe the exception to the rule, because especially 2 was rebuilt. Oh, right. well, fair enough, yeah, then. Yeah. I, stand correct- I stand corrected. I stand corrected. But fair enough. I'm a big... Cause I don't like prequels when it comes to films. Uh, I, I, that's, pr- that's I very, like... That's a very broad statement to make. No, yeah. I, like, I like stories being pushed forward. Right, okay. Because if you watch a prequel, it's all—it's like watching the end of a film before you watch the film. Because yeah, you, you know where it's—you know where you it's know headed. You know what's coming. Yeah. 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 Um, and like the the last Resident Evil game, I thought was brilliant. The uh, uh, was it Resident Evil Biohazard? Is that what they called it? It was. Um, it, 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 that one. That was terrifying in VR. I couldn't play it in VR. I couldn't play it. It because it was too scary. It was too scary. I was fucking terrified. 
Well, job well done then, I suppose. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was terrified playing it normally, but and st- stick a VR headset on me and stick me in that room. I I just went out of it. I felt ill. Wow, that it went that far. When you, yeah, when you well, bought it, I'm um, I love horror. I I I, I it's my Same. favorite yeah. favorite genre of films. Um, but I am the absolute target audience for it because I love it and I'm really easily scared, like really easily scared. Welcome and, uh, to the club. Yeah, they, it's a little, I, uh, I, I've, I've been to a few Halloween horror nights at Universal Studios in, in Florida, yeah. Florida. I'm the, I'm the ideal person for that as well because I'm, I'm walking, walking, walking around there, you. like, but, I, but I look ridiculous because I'm massive. I'm like, I'm sitting just under six foot two, and I'm there walking around. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> well, that's the fun of it. You like them because you like to be scared. Yeah. Well, That's why apart from there was one poor girl uh, when I was walking through the um, like it was it was like a haunted mansion type thing. I can't remember what, exactly what the theme was. Yeah, and you're walking past all these pictures, and then but one of the pictures had a real person behind it. And as you as you walk past, she just puts her, her arm on you. So, but the thing was, she was amazing. She was so attractive, and I remember jumping. Now, bearing in mind. Bearing in mind, my girlfriend and child are stood directly behind me. Oh. And I, I jumped. I turned around. I just looked. I thought, oh, my word, you're beautiful, aren't you? <laughs> so you just weren't terrified in, in any manner whatsoever? No, no. I, I just I fucking wrecked, wrecked her career. I jumped slightly <laughs> and fell in love. <laughs> Brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Uh, what's your favourite oh, horror film? Do you know, I'm going to ask you the same, but you're the, you're the interviewer, so yeah. Uh, my uh, my, my favourite horror film is my favourite film, it's The Shining. The Shining, we talked about this, didn't we, not yeah. last time? I talked about today, I actually talked about it with somebody as well, funnily enough. But yeah, the Nicholson one, obviously. Uh, yes, uh, it's a wonderful film. Yeah, I've got that documentary as well about, I can't, is it Room 237? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, though. I need, keep meaning to watch that. As I, I, I could have, I, I could check that for you as well because as I look up on my wall there, I have like an the Im, uh, imitation prop of the two three seven key uh, yeah. stuck on my wall. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah. nice. So that is your favourite film, The Shining. Yes, yeah, I love it. Wow. What is it? What is it then? What pulls you to that? What is it? I mean, I like everything Kubrick's done anyway. Like, I just, I. I am. I'm one of those people that think he's just an out and out genius. Even if you, even if you take all like the meta stuff out of it, you know where people think he hides stuff in films. Even if you strip that out, his like his uh, vision of cinematography is just beautiful. Yeah, you know, the the way he shoots things, the way he, uh, he catches uh, actors doing things. You know, it's even that uh, the scene. Uh, it's in the two two three seven. Where they're hyping Jack Nicholson up, you know, before uh, before he smashes through the door with the axe. Yeah, and it it I I think it's special. People can get people in those situations, you know. Those zones, yeah, yeah. those areas, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, yeah, I think he, he from everything from maybe not the he did a period drama, didn't he? I, I wasn't so keen on that. Who who did Nicholson? Kubrick. No, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. no, no, not Nicholson. Uh, right. Yeah, what was that called now? I've forgotten. Oh. I've forgotten. 
uh, probably for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> but any, any, anything a, else? Are you a Stephen King fan or is it just Kubrick? Um, I'm, I'm not as big a reader as I should be, so I've never actually read a Stephen, Stephen uh, King book. Uh, but I am a, I'm a bit of a fan of the cheap Stephen King like Mini films series. yeah oh yo yeah, and like the uh oh, what was the, there was one i saw i saw i, I rewatched not so long ago because it popped up on something the langoliers it's awesome is that film it's so yeah. just so so incredibly bad it's brilliant yeah it, it is, is. It's but just the it's idea of, of it, it a, pulls you in a monster that eats yesterday i am in yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I just, love the, I just love the idea of these people playing when they land at the airport and there's nobody there and they're yeah. walking yeah. through this dialect, uh, the derelict uh, airport. And it's like, for some reason, I can't stop watching this. Yeah, well, it's yeah, the same I reason really why uh, 28 Days Later draws you in, isn't it? When he's yeah. walking around yeah. London on his own. Which, that was beautiful shot with all. Yeah. Those scenes were, wow, beautiful. They are really nice to watch. They really were the talent there, but... You know, Yasmin, my favourite film, uh, horror film, uh, it's odd because I have so many and it is one of the mainstream ones. Mind you, so is The Shining, really. Mm-hmm. But it's it's possibly the original Friday the 13th, 1980. Aye, great, yeah. I uh, went to watch that at the cinema over over Halloween. Oh, nice. Yeah, because nice. you know, no films are coming out. They started reshowing well, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. I've been watching uh, that. I watched it yesterday, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and also parts two, three, four, five, and six afterwards. Uh, but yeah, which aren't very... Uh, they're watchable. They're watchable, but... I have a soft spot for Freddy versus Jason. I was talking to the wife about this today. They were both <laughs> saying it. Actually, you know, it's it's not... It's, it's not a trippy for me, but it's good. Right. Yeah. Keep you watching. Yeah. It's made for the fans, you know, it, it works, it does its job. I, I'm amazed there isn't more things like that, you know, like more crossover films. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because the only ones that come to mind is that and Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator, which we don't talk about. Ever. No. Now, you know, it's been that long ago, and second one as well, it's been that long ago since I saw them, I can't even remember it. Mm-hmm. All I remember is Lance Henriksen's back as Bishop's creator or something, correct me if I'm wrong. I uh, know. Oh, I, I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, don't, yeah. Anyway, don't remember it. Yeah. I'm surprised, you know, talking to Freddy versus Jason, why there wasn't an immediate sequel green lit because that made a hell of a lot of money when yeah. it came out. I, I can only think it's because of um, licensing. licensing between the two you know, maybe. Like the two parties. Maybe they didn't want to, maybe they didn't want to make money. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Oh, I, I don't know. That baffles me even to this day. I'm thinking, why did they not? Why was I know they made a comic book, didn't they? Do you know about that? A comic book no, sequel no. based on an original script from Freddy versus Jason 2, which was Freddy versus Jason versus Ash from The Evil Dead. Oh, wow. Yeah, and That's it was actually written as a script, but it never got greenlit, obviously. So the comic people said, right, we'll take it and make it into a comic. So it's kind of a, a semi canon. Sequel in comic book form. So was that was that DC when they were doing things like Batman versus Predator and stuff like that? Do you know? I don't know. I don't think it is DC. I've got it somewhere. Is it IDW or something? Oh, I, I could be know. wrong there. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's there. I've got it. It's mm. I haven't read it all, but I know the characters from Freddy versus Jason. It continues straight after. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also brings back uh, characters from uh, the previous Elm Street and Friday films as well. The previous heroes and heroines. 
Oh, well. Tommy Jarvis, you know, people like that from Friday the 13th, they're all back fighting them. Yeah, yeah. Um, The Child's Play, the the original Child's Play is another one of my favourites. One of my favourites as well. Absolutely love Child's Play. I can't wait for the TV series. You've heard of the TV series that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope it's better than the last film. Do you know, I enjoy... (sighs) Cult of Chucky, wasn't it? The last one. Oh, no, Chucky. no, no. The the uh, the, the reboot. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought you were yeah. about the original no, series. Uh, Cult of Chucky, I really enjoyed. In fact, the if anyone that's listened to this that hasn't watched them, if they go on, or listen to them, if you go on to the Must See Audio patron, um, now and again, they, they actually get put up onto the main feed now, but back when we, when we did these ones, they didn't. Uh, they're just patron only. Uh, we do like watch alongs uh, of films. Like it's, it's called not the director's cut where we, we, we give like an alternate commentary uh, for the right. film. And we did all the child's play films because child's play one fucked me up when I was a kid. I, uh, I think what, what, when would it have come out? Would it have come out about 1985, 88, something like that. Right. I was born in 82 and I watched it when it came out. So yeah, <laughs> but so you're it, took, six year old. It, it took me till I was 36 to watch it again. It's, it's, that's it, though, is it? When you're a kid, these things you so your brain soaks it like a sponge, and it yeah. sticks. It sticks. I had the same uh, experience with American Wealth in London when oh, I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. I saw the opening film. Yeah, the opening scene on the malls where they get ripped apart. Mm-hmm. You know, and that image in my head now has stuck with me to the point where if that's ever on TV. Or if I come across it on whatever I'm browsing, shall I now have a flashback to that moment? No, I will skip that. Well, because even it's the, 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 the morphing when they, when it turns into the werewolf, you know, you got all the jelly sort of stuff that's all yeah. on the thing. It, like I, I love practical effects. Like, I love practical same effects. I prefer that over CGI any day. Mm-hmm. Right, it's 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 one of the reasons that these these films still look good. You know, it's Charles it play Charles plays the perfect example of it as well. It is. Because the, the mix between animatronics and them using a child running around is just perfect. It's not a child. It's a bloke called Ed Gale, who I'm friends with. It's a small guy who I'm friends with on Facebook, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, wow. <laughs> he was in uh, Charles Play 1 and... I don't know if he's in 2, but he did Bride of Chucky as well. He, well his daughter was in Bride, was in Cult of Chucky. Mm. Yeah. Uh, are you know about... Uh, you know, uh, Brad Dourif, uh, his daughter. Oh, is it? His, is it the voices of those? Yeah, daughters? it's oh, uh, right. called. Oh, Summit Dourif, obviously. Yeah, I remember I the name, remember. but yeah, uh, God, a lot of things are bugging me now. That I need to find out after this interview. Uh, but yeah, Fiona Dourif, that's it. Yeah, but, uh, that's what I can tick off. But cool, I, I really enjoyed Cult. I thought it was a good film. I, I thought it were okay. I just think uh, towards the end it got a bit too. Uh, it's just probably just my my opinion because I like Chucky just to be Chucky on his own. Yeah, you know when you when you give him uh, Glinda, Glenda, and uh, you know and Tiff and all this stuff, I just start to lose interest. It it becomes a novel. It, it becomes tacky to me. You I know, love I just, the fact so. his son was David Bowie. His son, you know, you know Ch- where, where, where Chucky had a but, son. That Glenn. Yeah. It's David yeah. Bowie. It's David Bowie, but when he was like, start, look, look, look at the haircut, the voice. I've never noticed that. He, oh, hang on. It's not actually David Bowie. 
Well, oh no, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's modelled yeah, on a young, yeah, a young yeah. Wow, I've never noticed that. I'm going to have to watch that. That's Seed of Chucky, isn't it? I'm going to have to watch Chucky, that. Oh, it, yeah. God, that's interesting to know. But um, yeah, I, what? Um, what's your what's your favourite non sort of horror film? Dirty Dancing Two. No, 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 it's a joke. Uh, my favourite non. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there are two that I can't really d- decide on. Uh, Superman, which I've mentioned already. The original Christopher Reeve. Original Reeves, Christopher yeah. Reeve, yeah. Uh, and uh, this one, you'll go, shut up. Uh, the original Karate Kid. I just oh, love no, that. I, I'll, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I'll take take either of them. The, the uh, <laughs> Superman, especially. I, I, I loved yeah. Superman films when I was a kid. It's magical. It is. Yeah. And it even stands up now to me. Yes, it looks 75 because it was made in 78, but it just, there's something so charming and warm about it. Mm. Yeah, it's just a good film. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm between two. Mine would be Jurassic Park because yeah. that's my childhood film. Uh, if, if, if the. I, I went to the cinema to watch that so many times that at one point the guy, uh, the, the guy that was sort of the manager of the cinema half knew my dad. Um, and he, he got that sick of taking money off me. He just said, look, just come in and ask. But if there's still seats, just go in. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's I, I, must, I must have watched it 40 times. Must have watched it 40 times. Wow. In the cinema. That's not yeah. including the... Yeah. The, the times I watched it at home. It's hey, at least you can say, I saw it at the cinema, so at least you can say, you know, I saw Joseph back at the cinema 40 times <laughs> there on. <laughs> but um, that and, um, oh, God, I thought, I thought the other one then, it's disappeared, it's just gone. I'm in Jurassic Park now. <laughs> Lost World? <laughs> no, no. Well, I, well I, I am part of the club that doesn't believe there's a bad Jurassic Park film. Joe, uh, you know, I haven't seen them all. I haven't seen. I haven't seen three. I haven't seen three. I've seen uh, one, two, and the first Jurassic World. Yeah, three is probably the worst. I quite like the Jurassic World films. I think they're all right. I'm looking forward to the new one. Do you know, uh, interesting story. Uh, they were filming uh, just as COVID, well, in the middle of COVID, uh, filming at Pinewood. You know, the new Jurassic Park film, the uh, Jurassic World film. And my dad was doing some uh, career work. His contracts every day. He never knows. The view of his job is he never knows where he's going to be going, where he's picking up, where he's going. And he had to go pick it in his transit van, you know, and he drove through and he says, Where am I going? Pinewood Studios, aren't they? Not thinking anything of it. You know, he's not a massive film fan like we are. Half his westerns, loves his westerns. But he's driving, he pulled in past security. Says, yeah, just go in with his mask on, put COVID, go into that warehouse there, this stage. Yeah, okay. And to my dad, because he didn't know what this is, he said, he just walked in. And he says, I recognise that. And he said, they had, you know, the Jeeps from Jurassic Park uh, with the logos on it. He goes, yeah. I recognise that. And my dad said, I said to this bloke, what's going on here? He goes, they're making a new Jurassic Park film. He's like, oh, right, okay, just sign this. I'm like, and that's it. You're not interested to say, let me, and he goes, no, no, you just said to me, jump to, jump to show you around. So my dad said, I just said, yeah, why not? <laughs> so dad went through, walked around the set of the new Jurassic, this was only a couple of months ago. I went for a set, uh, walk around the sets. Uh, and he's like, right, cheers, mate. And on his way, and I'm like, and were you like gobsmacked? He's like, well, no. that's just what it is, isn't it? Like, he just the, the, offer of a life, the offer of a lifetime, and he's just so casual about it. Like, oh, yeah, very good. See you. 
Oh, well. You know, it's, uh, yeah. It's, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Batman Returns was the other one I was trying to think of. Hmm. I went to the cinema to see that as well. Yeah, I love Batman yeah. Returns. I, I, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very attractive in that. That and Grease too. And the wife's giving me daggers off camera here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've always been a big Batman fan. Things are, Keaton's, Keaton's still my favourite Batman. Keaton's my favourite as well. I bet you're excited about the news about the new... Uh, the new apparently, one. Apparently, he's going to do three. Is two. Is he going to? Is he signed up for two or three? Oh, I don't know about that. I just heard that because at first, when the rumors started emerging, you know, a couple of months back, that like Keaton yeah. was back on board to cameo as a Batman. Mm-hmm. It's apparently turned now, hasn't it? That is actually the main Batman. Well, it's it sounds like um, the new Flash film, although they haven't uh, they haven't announced. But have you read Flashpoint Paradox? I haven't. No, no. That, that it seems to be that. So right. the Flash has, has to goes either back in time or different dimensions, and he meets different Batman and different stuff like that. It so. sounds wrong. It sounds like Batman. It sounds yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently, the idea moving forward is that Keaton's going to be like a Nick Fury type character for Justice League as as the, as Batman. So I think you can get away with an old Batman. Because, or an older Batman, because he's still like, Batman doesn't do a lot of jumping around. There's a lot of no, slow and movements I, and stuff. I want to see an older Batman on screen. I want to see that. You want to see the Dark Knight like everybody else in the world. Yeah, oh, exactly. Dark Returns. It's just, it's just it, but Keaton though, got that in common, obviously he's my favourite Batman. It, mm. You just can't, everything about him, it, I don't know, there's something, he's like what Christopher Reeve is to Superman, he's what, he's, to Batman, you know, same thing. It's but yeah, I just I've always believed that we would see him back on screen as Batman one day, yeah, and it's happening. Yeah. So it's like, get him. I um I I'm not one for shouting into the void, especially like you know you, you get the reply guys that will like tweet at actors or politicians yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I think yeah. it's all pointless. But I love Batman, and um <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Uh, Nolan's Batman really upset me. <laughs> Did it now? You just had to become vocal about it. I, I remember tweeting. I felt terrible with myself. I wasn't horrible, but I remember. I remember tweeting at Christopher Nolan saying, uh, "In case you haven't noticed it, Batman is a superhero." I'm sorry if this got in the way of your gritty crime drama. <laughs> Brilliant. You know what? You're right. You are right. You are. That's the one thing that put me off. That is. I, I totally agree. That's the one thing that put me off about those films. The fact that it was too grounded in reality, yeah, it took me out of it. I'm like, this is I don't, it's not working. It's a comic book character, therefore it needs to have that comic book a bit over the top. I know the films are. The He's talking about doing another one though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because it's ground already. Yeah, because it's because Christian Bale had popped his head up as well. Because I, I I love Christian Bale. I think you know he's he's such a good actor. Uh, American Psycho, absolutely oh, wonderful. I I watched that uh, again only a couple of weeks ago. It's a great it's, film. <laughs> it was funny. Me and a friend went. We went to an um, uh, like a, oh, it was like a guest guested sort of nightclub night. Yeah. And uh, a, a, a friend of mine came over to speak to speak to us, and he's uh, he's a lovely bloke. He's really nice, but he's uh, 
a, a very privately educated, very wealthy man. He's about 20, he's about 35. And there's more than a splash of the Batemans about him. Really? <laughs> and I, I, that, I ended up watching American Psycho again the day after because I'd spoke to him. <laughs> what does that say about his character? Well, they had, they had uh, like, yeah. uh, oh, they had like hostess girls walking around and stuff at this party thing, thing we were at. And uh, I, I remember I, I texted my friend the next day, I said to her, like, I said, which one of the dancing girls do you think he killed later on? <laughs> By dropping a chainsaw from the 12th floor, you know, That's on top of it. Such a cool, yeah, a cool uh, thing. Have you, you, read the, have you ever read the book? I haven't, no. I haven't. Jesus Christ. Go on, is it going to more detail? It's, br- oh, it's unbelievably brutal. Unbelievably brutal. There's still part of that book that disturbs me, and I'll spoil it right now because it's old. Um, Go for it. One of the kills in there, you know the, uh, I think it it's what would have been one of the two prostitutes in that, mm. like the, the chainsaw really? scene. Yeah. Where, yeah. you know when she walks in and she sees him rooting around? Yeah. Yeah. In the book, he takes a... I can't say this animal because it's bad luck on the Isle of Man. He takes a, a, a large rodent, not the small rodents. Yes. He takes a large rodent, inserts large rodent, sews particular person up, and then waits for it to eat its way out. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> How, yo, know, from, from the, uh, the perspective of the author here, how does she? Because it's a female, isn't it? Who wrote it? I think it so. Female? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they, did did she have a, did she have a male name to write under? Was she one of those people first? Oh, not I sure. I could be wrong. It could be just a. It could be. I'm, I can't remember the name. Is it? Is it Ellis? Something Ellis? Or maybe I, I can't yeah. remember. But who's who sits then? How does this get into their head to think I'm going to write that? Yeah. How, <laughs> how does that get in there? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Could you imagine if it like if regardless male male or female could you could you imagine being their partner and like just picking the piece of paper and go so what are you reading <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you or what have i done <laughs> let's just calm down and watch the shining okay <laughs> Yeah, why can't you do it with suspense like Kubrick did? But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I fucking love films. I can't wait for them to start releasing some more. I know, that'd be nice. Yeah. I'm waiting for yeah. Ghostbusters. That's the one I'm waiting for. Ghostbusters Ghost, after long. Ghostbusters, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about the Batman as well. So just yeah. to keep it, because that, I mean, don't, that's gone one way or the, the other. That's either going to be... I arguably best Batman or fucking diabolical. The wife's a Twilight fan, so she's sat off camera here going, Batman right, doesn't sparkle. No, he, I said the same thing. <laughs> it's a creature of the night. He doesn't want to be seen. But yeah, it, it wouldn't work. But it's, yeah, I'm the same as you with that. I think that is, it's a 50-50 shot. I'm intrigued to see how that will go. Well, did you hear that's why um, it got delayed? Or was it apart from like the, you know, you know oh. when he was supposed to have, oh, sorry, when he had COVID, 
the, the rumors that came off the set was that he never had COVID, but through lockdown, he uh, he wasn't working out. So he uh, he came back on the set, and he, but he uh, the the director um, said there was a visible difference between, or this was the rumor, a visible well, difference, no, between him and his stuntman. Mm. He said, "So you've got this like super jacked athlete of a stuntman." And he said, he, he said, like, I can't, I can't work with this. I can't make you look like him. So yeah. they made up the story that he had COVID and he said, like, go home, get yourself right on shame. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I if, I, if, I, if I missed out on my Batman film because Patterson's uh, scared of a few gains, you know. They're getting paid God knows how much Batman. You know, to play to play such an iconic character and then go and mess it up. Ben, like Aff- ben Affleck. Was uh, soon, I'm, I'm convinced yeah. as soon as he found out he was going to be Batman, he went to his doctor and said, what does the rock take? Give me what yeah. the rock takes. Do you know, I, I will put my hand up and apologize because when Affleck first got announced as Batman years ago. Yeah. Like, oh God. It's, it's him from Pearl Harbor. You know, it's blah, 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 blah. So it's not going to work. This is rubbish. I watched it. Stan corrected. It's an yeah. awful yeah. film. He's a good but, Batman. Yeah, is, but he's a great Batman and a, and a wonderful Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah. I enjoyed his Bruce Wayne as well. He's, you know, his chemistry with Alfred. Uh, yeah. But he's, and yeah, you're right. He's bulked up. He's jacked up. I thought, yeah, he, yeah. Looks the part. he really looks the part and I can believe him as Batman. Still not as good as Michael Keaton. No, but no, but it's... I can believe him as, as, as Batman. Are yeah. you excited to watch the Schneider cut of Justice League? Not really. No, I'm really not because it's like you say, you just said there, you're not a fan of that film, you know, Batman versus Superman. And I'm not a fan of any of the new DC stuff at all. It just doesn't work. There's something ridiculous, like, because it's four hours the Schneider cut. Is that what it is? But there's something ridiculous, like three and a half hours of unseen footage. Wow, when's this due out? Uh, Next month. Oh wow! Okay. That March, yeah. The uh, it's it's it, like there's whole new characters that weren't in the original cut. So I, oh, I wow. don't know. I'll have to say. I, I I, Sorry, I, I just I didn't like the I didn't like Batman doing one-liners. That was my problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there, there was James Bond one-liners in in there that Batman was doing, and it doesn't make sense that. Yeah. Batman's one-liner should be silence. Yes, yes, the should. Yeah, whilst we're in the shadows. Yeah, yeah that's But you see, I couldn't, I couldn't get into them because of nothing personal against the guy, the actor Henry Cavill. To me, he just doesn't. Work, just to me, it's my opinion. He just doesn't work as Superman for me. And perhaps I am wearing those tinted glasses for Christopher. Reeve, Maybe, yeah, yeah, I probably am. I probably am. But it's just, it just didn't work for me. It just. Is Clark Kent and his Superman were the exact same character? Mm. You know, to me, it's like this, the wonder there, the magic's gone. This whole, you're supposed to be a symbol of hope, you know, and all, all you're doing is moping around going, bleh, 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 bleh. no, yeah, that's not yeah. that's not Superman. You've been shot with really dark colours. Everything's, you know, darkened. That's mm. not Superman. Batman, that's great. But Superman, no, they, they just got it wrong for me. Did you watch the Witcher series with him in the Witcher? I didn't. Oh, the Netflix thing. No, I didn't. No, he. I really. You know, I like haven't even Witcher. played the games. I haven't even played the Have games. You, you'd really like the game, especially Witcher Three, because the other two are uh, 
difficult to play just because the they're a bit clunky, but Witcher Three is really good. Right. Well, I've heard good things about it. I mean, you mentioned it earlier as well. Lashed it on easy. I lashed. I lashed it on easy and just I just tore through the place. It was great. It, it doesn't feel. It, it's one of those things where it, it didn't feel right. It's like Batman. It doesn't feel like losing. Feel right losing when you are Batman. You feel like <laughs> you should always win. But yeah, um, yeah I know. I enjoyed him in that. I well, just, I was ex- I was exactly oddly enough uh, not last Monday, the Monday before years old when I found out Henry Cavill's British. You didn't know that? No. Wow. Which yeah. begs the question, why he's not been James Bond? Well, that's been rumoured for months and years. <laughs> that's now, hasn't it? It really has, yeah. Mm. So it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I've nothing against the guy. He's, he seems, by all accounts, a wonderful guy when I've seen him interviewed, etc. Yeah. But he's just, he's just not my silver likes man, building tank, like Likes building PCs and tank tops. It does. I've that's seen that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. He's a regular guy. He's a decent guy, you know, but yeah. But the, what I found odd about the room he was building his computer in, it made him look like he was like a lodger of Withnail and I. It did, yeah, he did. <laughs> it, I thought this, I thought he looks, yeah, like in some kind of cheap London flat yeah, or something. Yeah. It just, yeah, it or, just, or, or an abandoned house in the middle of a country somewhere. <laughs> oh, dear. But is he coming back as Superman again in future projects? Because at one point there were rumours that he quit. I th- the waters have got rid. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I think. I think it all rests on what goes on with the Schneider cut, really. But um, yeah. I think it'll be, it, Thank you. it'll be so sad if it's a really good film because it'll show just how much um, yeah. studios can destroy the vision of a director. Yeah. Josh Whedon they got to uh, replace him. I think so. Oh, oh, for Justice League. Well, it just which, no. J- James Gunn's going to do the next one. No, the uh, the uh, director's cut that's coming out, the Snyder cut. Yeah. Oh, who did they get to cut it to do the cinematic cut for the Original, first? Yeah, one? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Right, I'm, I'm getting Josh Whedon from look at me, spiritual medium. I'm yeah. getting Josh. Whedon. <laughs> what's, what's that, Sam? Yeah, yeah it's... have I got a Deirdre here? Is there a Deirdre? <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> but saying that though, I do think that it's the one of my favourite parts of Justice League was that there's such an awkward cut in that film where, and I can't remember, I can't remember what happens before it. I know it's, I'm, I think it's Bruce Wayne in the Batcave, and then for mm. no apparent reason, it cuts to Wonder Woman checking her emails, and then cuts to something else. There's right. just like there's just a random thing of Wonder Woman checking her emails, and it's got nothing to do with the plot line, nothing to do with the story. It's just like just checking in with Wonder Woman, what right. she's doing. She's on Google, right? Now on with the film. Really? <laughs> oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. I only watched it, but I watched it up until uh, the part where Bruce Wayne went to meet uh, Aquaman. You know, when he hunts him down to find him. Yeah. And after that, and the banter they were having, you that know, was the, the, that's the best half of the film, probably. Yeah, and just <laughs> after that, in fact, to tell a lie, it was when they were trying to bring Superman back, mm-hmm. you know, and he came back and he's shooting his laser eyes off in a temper. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, turn it off. <laughs> no, just, I just had enough of that. Point. I was like, no, nah, this is just, you know, Superman's big revival is supposed to be. It's better than Batman versus Superman. 
I've heard the same thing. Mm, I put, I've I've heard, heard the there's not thing. a high bar being set. But again, like even Superman getting killed, like the I I, I remember the like Doomsday thing when I was a kid. You know, the, like, yeah, the Doomsday yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that deserved its own film, Doomsday. It did. It did. did you ever watch TV series Smallville? Yes. They brought that in. They did their own little version of the Doomsday story, if you noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had Doomsday in it, yeah, and they, they killed Clark. I've near enough killed him, but yeah. Uh, the, the new but, T- Superman TV series looks awful. I, I was just going to say the same. <laughs> I watched the trailer for it the other day. My wife showed me. Said, Total opposite, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, finally, it looks like they've got Superman right again. Oh. Totally opposite there. No. I think there's, there's two ideals of Superman. There's two ideas. There's the Superman who's like, I'm action Superman, I'll smash the crap up. And there's the Superman who's full of heart and soppiness. Do you know what I mean? It's, so I think that's where I, the, the films are divided, aren't they? I can't do it. I can't spend an hour sat there watching Superman be demasculated in front of my eyes. It's better. <laughs> it's it's bad enough what happens to fucking uh, Daddy Pig in Pepper Pig. It's bad enough what happens to him. <laughs> I can't watch that happen to Superman. <laughs> oh, Daddy Pig. Oh, it's like Daddy Pig. It's awful. Daddy Pig would have took his own life if he was a real person. (laughs) What's what's Daddy Pig doing? The next thing he's off the top of the house. Ah! (laughs) I should put that into a Peppa Pig Christmas special. I think that would do well. (laughs) Kid on CBeebies Christmas morning. Kids would love it. No, Peppa Pig, that fucking evil bitch would laugh. She's quite twisted. I like how we've gone from Superman to Peppa Pig so seamlessly as well. Oh, I, do, I, I, so think, no I, I think you could do a Omen reboot with Peppa Pig. That would be, that'd be something. <laughs> Play it really straight as well. You know, no humour, just proper dark, but with yeah. Peppa Pig. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> Daddy Dog's killed himself. Oh. <laughs> I've heard you have anything to do with this. No. Yeah. Little little six 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 on the on the yeah. back. Oh no, her tail her tail would curl into three sixes. That's how you do a, it. Is that a six 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 on your neck, Pepper? No, that's the best before day. <laughs> <laughs> oh um well I think I've kept you long enough. I think we've kept the ears of the listeners long enough. Um do you want to tell my listeners where they can find you and stuff like that? Absolutely, yeah. Thank you, Lee. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Studios and on Instagram at Studios underscore UK. And you can wishlist The Dark Side of the Moon on Steam now. Just simply either head on over to my Twitter profile or simply search for The Dark Side of the Moon on Steam. I'll stick the link for... The, the Steam link and the, your Twitter handle in the description of the podcast so we can find You're it. You're so kind. Thank you, mate. Uh, well, I'm saying that. If I haven't, then tweet me and I will well, give it to you. <laughs> if, if you don't, like, I'll just simply unfriend you. It's as simple as that. No, no, okay. <laughs> there, won't be any, no, there won't be any malice in it. Just you've got to, you've got to remember, you're dealing with a moron. Yeah. <laughs> don't be silly. Oh, dear. So no, uh, thanks for joining me, mate. It's been, it's been it's been good to talk about video games and films, and probably talk far too long about Batman. 
Yeah, and Peppa Pig. But yeah, this was great. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for having me, mate. Much appreciated. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are listening to Must See Audio.